Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Scoutcast. My name is Joe. My name is Seb. My name is Charon. Welcome everyone. Um, Game week 18 is almost over. So to timestamp the Scoutcast, we are recording as Arsenal are taking on Crystal Palace. So a lot of free hitters will have um, Arsenal assets, no doubt. So um, myself included, and so I'll be keeping uh, an eye on events uh, going on. Um, All of us though will be checking in on Arsenal but we'll all have an eye on game week 19 and that's what we're here about double game week 19 is upon us we've had blank game week 18 almost ending double game week 19 um Seb um yeah what re- what's coming up on the show that dominated by that I presume double game week yeah absolutely I mean the fixtures have changed again for game week 19 I mean it's probably not going to be the last time is it some teams no longer have mm. a double some teams now do and some face different sides so obviously we're going to have a look at that. We're going to assess that double game week and uh, see what our plans are and see how it's panning out in light of the latest scheduling developments. Mm. I believe we're all relatively similar on that, are we? We're not We're not bench boosting here. No, no, none of us no. are. But we do have good advice for those that are considering it. Um, but yeah, what we're going to do is, first of all, we're going to have a quick look at our team so far. Um, as I said, we've got one game week, uh, one match left in the game week. So here's me so far. It's my free hit side. Um, I've got 41. I was going to look forward to seeing super Scottish bionic man Kieran Tierney, but apparently he's a bit tired. So um, I can't Why watch could it be? Um, so I've got Kieran Clark coming off my bench. So apparently I'm, I seem to, according to Twitter, I'm the only person in the universe who's free-hitted with um, a Newcastle defender as my first sub. I thought that was a good idea. Nevertheless, I should have picked Blumen Ampadu or someone like that from Sheffield United. Um, but I've got Lacazette and Saka to go. Um, I'm around 20 points up on my non-free hit side already. So whatever I get, it's been a success. <laughs> um, and that's being generous to my old team. I mean, as people were listening and watching last week, my pre-free hits team was, was rubbish for this game week. I had anyone. Um, so if I'd have got KDB in for my free transfer, if I'd have captained Kane... I probably wouldn't have done those things. I probably would have captained KDB. Um, I would have got, you know, significantly less. So hopefully I'll get some more. Um, I'm finally in the top 1 million. And I've got a 200k rank rise. So I'm hoping I can maintain that and just sort of stay in the top million and keep moving up. Um, it's, it's, nice, it's quite nice. a nice threshold nice. to um, get past. Um, okay, let's have a look at uh, Seb's team. So um, Seb, 
you haven't free hit it. Um, no, I have not. No. I spent some points instead. So you spent some points. So I'm just going to go uh-huh. through your team. Oh, apologies to the podcast viewers um, and uh, listeners. I uh, didn't go through my team. So I'm just going to quickly run through my team and then we'll just run through Seb's. So I, on my free hit, I had Loris, Cancelo and Stones, Tierney, or rather not Tierney, Son, De Bruyne captain, Fernandez, Saka, Lacazette, Wilson and Kane with Clark as my first sub. Yeah, so Seb's team, um, 41 points, a minus eight though, um, but he'd gone for Sanchez, Stones, Cancelo, Dyer, and Kilman, um, uh, who didn't play, I don't think, and De Bruyne captain, Fernandez, Son, Saka to go, Kane, eight points, nice, Alan Watkins who obviously didn't play, and no- nothing on the bench at all. Um, so you must be actually, I mean, it's only 10 points or so behind me, and I free hit it, so you, you you probably got a feeling Feel like got I've away with it. Got or? away with it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's probably the right feeling. I, oh, as we spoke last time, I probably could have gone in three different directions. Mm-hmm. I ended up going with this one simply because I couldn't get a wild card that worked for me. One that maybe gave me enough mm-hmm. players this week and next week. It definitely wouldn't have allowed me to bench boost. And that's what I really want. I want to compound the wild card yeah. with a bench boost in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent uh, eight points and brought in 14 for that, I believe, if my maths are correct. Mm-hmm. Kilman played, but, you know, we thought he would, one point would have been a bonus. He was in the team. I wasn't going to lose him. And I think I'm okay going forward as well. Those transfers are meant to set me up for future weeks. I think we'll mm-hmm. talk about that in a bit, but I am going to take some more hits. So it won't just be the eight. The The decision of not wildcarding or free hitting will probably cost me, say, 12, maybe even 16 points. But you said, what, you've made 20 points so far out of it? I've made 20 and whatever Lacazette and Saka can get me, yeah. Lovely. So if that's somewhere between 20 and 30, I reckon I can make up a similar amount in the future and yeah. come out net up. So yeah, I'm definitely. feeling good about it. Definitely. I mean, I'm going to point out with my team, my team was exceptionally poor for this Game Week 18. And as we discussed last week, you, yourself and Karen uh, were in a, in a sort of could free hit, might not take some hits. And you were in a sort of... Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Whereas I was just, I had to. <laughs> um, moving on to Karam's team. Um, pretty similar, really. It says, now it says 27 on the screen. So I'll just run through your team and then we can reveal why it's not really 27. Um, so you've got Meslier in goal, holding Wambasaka, Kufal, Lewis, Diaz, Suchek, Fernandez, De Bruyne, Bamford and Adams. So... Uh, but uh, hey, why didn't they play? But they didn't play because they didn't have a match, <laughs> which you cunningly knew because your bench features Jesus, Son, and Rashford, who are quite quite a tidy bench. Um, so obviously they're coming in, and I think yeah. I think you've got thirty two um, yeah. with whatever you can get from uh, Rob Holding. So mm-hmm. once again, that's still only. I mean, I'm 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 about twenty points up. You're are you? Uh, with your the hits you've taken, are you do you feel you've you're, you're up? You've sort of dodged a bullet with this game week. Yeah, perhaps unless something magical happens uh, in the Arsenal game. But I, I think that Kane was the only one who did that damage to me. Um, as, as I anticipated, that the the premiums that I've got and the coverage that I've got from different defenses mm. did the business. Um, no Newcastle uh, clean sheet, no Wolves a clean sheet, so that helped a lot. Uh, even Spurs was was expected to keep a clean sheet, they didn't. Um, but I, I must admit that it could have been really, really, really better if if KDB was not tired and gave away the penalty to mm-hmm. to Sterling. Uh, but that's another topic uh, um, outside of the scoutcast. But yeah, I mean, in in, in general. 
um, I made a choice to go for a hit, and, and as I emphasized last time, I would have take hits on players who have a, a single game week fixture and a double game week, mm-hmm. which mainly were Man United, um, City, and Burnley. I didn't fancy anyone from Burnley, so I opted for one Bissaka and Jesus, which looks a bit mm-hmm. stupid now, looking back at uh, what happened to this game. But if Aguero remains um, uh, quarantined for another five, six days, mm-hmm. then uh, he will miss out the whole double game week. Yeah. And that surely means that Jesus should play. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Um, well, they looked they look better. Think... Man City, they looked yeah. quite good. And then they didn't. And then Brighton suddenly no. looked better. And then yeah, yeah. they altered it a bit more and Jesus coming mm. in. Because he was on the left and then they moved, when they moved him to small century, Man City, was confused. Man City didn't know where to draw. A look, a look better. It was, it was Brighton. We confused them with yeah. our good, good XG stats, but awful <laughs> track yeah, record. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. I, th- I, think, I think Jesus was a, a reasonable shout. And I mean, hey, maybe yeah. you, you could have gone for Sterling. Who, you know, I, uh, that, that penalty miss, I saw it, I saw it on Twitter first as oh. Sterling misses the penalty. Yeah. It was so I, bad. I, ha- I have Sanchez in goal. I was like, oh, please. <laughs> there we go. No, no point. No, no, no. no. no we rocketed it over. Um, yeah, a lot of. I mean, yeah, these are fair chance. Jesus, Sterling, these are you know expensive players, but you know they could have mm. done well. Sterling if he'd have hit the target from the penalty spot, which is very, very. He's very, very. He capable. shouldn't even take it. To be, to be honest, yeah, he shouldn't he have it. taken it. He's so bad at penalties. We know that. And, and he stole our captaincy. The points. thing is, it was not like the last kick of the game. Mm. There were two minutes after that, and Brighton got a set piece, and they could have equalized, and it could have been mad across mm. across uh, uh, the fan base. But uh, we got away with it. But yeah, yeah uh, I, 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 I and, think... we, and we do think KDB is on pens going forward, right? Maybe this happens again he... for reasons, but he is the penalty taker. Yeah, yeah. Pep said. Kevin is the taker uh, yeah. with the, with that, so he emphasizes that he is the taker. But he was so tired. I don't get that. I don't get that. But yeah, it means that it go, it has to go back to KDB. Um, yeah. People will start to worry about uh, is he off penalties? No, not after that horrible mess. Uh, uh, to be honest, if he was off penalties, I know open play open play goals, blah blah blah. But he missed uh, what two big chances again two last big night? Chances, yeah. The, it, it's the, I, I dare I say it's coming. That's a famous he, last words. But he's closer yeah. than someone who isn't missing those big chances, he, and I he's a very what, good player. I tell you what, he needs. He needs a lovely rest. He needs to put his feet up on the same mm. island that Kieran Tierney has gone, <laughs> getting <laughs> getting tanned if that's possible for, for that uh, Scottish complexion. He can he can, he can yeah. do that. He can do that in May. <laughs> yeah. No, no resting next week. Certain, certainly not in the nineteen. I'm, yeah. yeah. If I'm, if I'm gonna think about giving him the triple captain, which I might, mm. I'm not having him have a rest. Uh, okay. The thing is, it, it might not be that good in false nine because he's been like sh- scoring from screamers or mm. doing his job assisting people, ha- having to be one on ones. He, he missed like three, four in the yeah. last couple of game weeks, which is not great. Yeah, uh, I, I want him outside. You know, just outside the box shooting. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Yeah. I, I maintain that the best position, both for him and City, assuming everyone's fit, is the right-hand side of a midfield yeah. three, where yeah. he just gets into that channel and there is not a better presenter of opportunities yeah. than De Bruyne. Take yeah, exactly. Yeah, take the early That's cross and... Where he was all of last season. And he'll still get into the box for chances, he'll still hit them from range, but just mm. every time, you know, you watch them every week, Cam, every time he gets into that channel, someone's got to tap in if they get there. Well, one of, yeah. one of the dilemmas I have is to go KDB or KDB-less for game week 19. And that's one of a number mm. of issues that, that the community have been asking us questions on. So what I'm going to do first is just talk about the latest developments. And then we can, what we're going to do is um, we'll, we'll reveal our teams 
and our thoughts and then bring in community questions and issues you know as we go and hopefully we've got everyone covered hopefully um so i've got a picture of jack grealish up on the screen um, why because aston villa are a little bit central to the latest developments um so what what we're looking at leeds and southampton game is off okay so leeds and southampton do not have a double game week we all thought they would but they don't because Southampton will take on Shrewsbury in the cup. So Leeds obviously don't have a double um, because they were due to play them, but they do have a single great tie against Brighton. Although Brighton for periods looked looked better than Man City. Make of that what you will. It was also a very depleted squad and it looks like they're going to be depleted again. But Brighton are looking quite good when they're depleted sometimes. Um, Still lost 1-0 though. And we all know Leeds are very, very attacking. Um, Southampton take on Leicester, um, not a great fixture, um, don't have a double, but nevertheless they have a fixture and um, they've been, they've, they're quite hard to call in some of these matches. They obviously got hammered um, last season by Leicester, we don't know how it's going to pan out this time, I don't think they're going to make the same mistakes again. In fact, they pretty much in the match afterwards never made those mistakes again or tried not to. Um, meanwhile, the Everton and Villa game off, and this is why we got Jack Grealish up here. So the, the the Everton and Villa game is off. So there is a blank for Everton. If you have Everton players, they're not playing. But Villa still magically have a double. Um, so they play City, who they were going to, and then Newcastle. So the Magpies game has now been shoehorned in. Newcastle have a double, and so do Villa. Um, so what we do is we're going to tackle some questions around the double game. We can run through um, our teams as we do. So what I'm going to do, first of all, I'm going to put Seb's team up. Um, I'll, I'll... Joe, I've just seen the picture of Grealish you put up. Yeah. I transferred him out. That, that's not the face I need to see. No, <laughs> big, a big, smiley, mop-head, <laughs> massive calves. I haven't got he his calves in the picture. He's laughing at us. He's, he's laughing at Coming at you. He's uh, laughing at us, looking at his calves. And he's just going, <laughs> yeah. Behold the mighty calves. So Seb, I'm going to put your mighty team up. Um, you've Go got you've got Sanchez um, taking on Leeds. You've got Stones, Cancelo, Robertson. All have got a double. Suchek, De Bruyne, captaincy double. Fernandez double. Son single game week player. Watkins a double. Bamford single. Kane single. So you've got some good single game week players there. Some great double game week players. And then on your bench you've got Steer, the non-playing Steer. Saka not a bad first sub. Dyer, not a bad second sub, and then obviously Kilman bringing up the rear on that bench. Mm. Um, there, so um, yeah, now we had some questions about bench boosting, and that was possibly what you were planning or thinking about, or other people certainly were. So, yeah, what, what questions have we had around that? Uh, we've got a question from FPL Wilson Is bench boosting with single leads and Saints assets still worth it now they don't have a double? From Matt Francis, we have when is the next double game week and would it be best to save chips for them and just get through double game week 19 with transfers? And from Flinny, what to do with Villa? Only one good fixture and we don't know how badly they've been impacted by COVID, which is a fair point. Although I would just quickly argue their fixture is probably better than it was when we maybe were planning to have Mm. them beforehand, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, So, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, Seb. I mean, what what do you think for for those that were that are maybe stocked up on your your team leads? Um, yes, they might indeed. have a bit of so, Southampton. Is it is it good enough to bench boost single game week? I think so. If you've wildcarded into this and want to have, like I mentioned earlier, when I wildcard, ideally I want to be bench boosting all fifteen players if I can for a double, unless someone crazy has got a great fixture. Often they might be more expensive, so typically you're going to have yeah. medium to cheap assets on the bench that play twice. That's the goal. 
Of course, sometimes you'll have to free hit around that as well. In a traditional season, that free hit wildcard bench boost combo is probably what we want. And it's what I still have and want to use later in the season. I've got the triple captain, got it under Bourne at the moment. Maybe I'll triple captain him, talk about that mm-hmm. a bit later. On lead, so I think if if you've been forced into this a little bit and you still want to use that bench boost, it's not terrible. So the comparison for me, and I'm going to make some transfers to this team. Mm-hmm. I mentioned uh, yeah. I'd be taking a further, probably a minus eight. Okay, we'll, so I do we'll... Son and Kane to Salah and Antonio, which okay. I think many people are thinking about. So I've got two more doubles. Mm-hmm. And then the other point hit might be Steer to Martinez, mm. which finally gets me Martinez in, gets rid of my uh, my waste of a Aston Villa goalkeeper. The way I see that then is we know they've got Man City fine for a goalkeeper. I think that's a free hit. Sanchez got three points against Man City. I'll be happy with some saves. And then Newcastle, which we'd hope for a clean sheet. I am tempted, however, to look at playing Saka. If I had Grealish, mm. probably would have played him, but I got rid of him and I got rid of him for Saka. But Grealish is probably unlikely to score or get points against City. Of course he could, but of all the teams in the league, it's probably up there as the least likely return. So really what you're looking at is Villa versus Newcastle and Arsenal versus Newcastle. I think that's a pretty fair shout. I would be happy to play Saka. I'm even considering it over Watkins. Mm. We'll see how that goes. Maybe less so just because I've got him. And then I think you can extend that logic to Leeds. They're playing Brighton at home. Sorry, Joe. Mm. We know our defence isn't the best. I think Brighton are going to be less dangerous than Spurs. We know that. I'm not saying we'll keep a clean sheet. But if you, for example, got Bamford, Dallas and Rafinha on your bench... Maybe that is a bench boost. Realistically, what could I have in game week 26, I think it is? I could have a 4.5, a 5, and a 5.5. Who could have two fixtures, but nowhere near as good as would playing you, Brighton. You know, Bamford could score three. With your team there, would you... Be, I, I know you're not keen on using the bench boost, but for a couple of hits, I mean, you could keep Kane and Son. I hear they're quite good. Um, you could replace Steer and Kilman, and perhaps another to in order to free up some funds for them. And then you could have a pretty reasonable bench there, pretty good bench. I could, I could. And I mean, I know people are talking about keeping Son and or Kane because yeah. they've performed decently. But for me, the, the plan, I did sell it to Son a while ago. The plan was always to get Salah back. Okay. It, it's, got, it's gone to plan so far. Why would I, you know, what I wanted was Son and Kane to score me points. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to get rid of them. The first half yeah. of that plan has worked. Why yeah. would I change it now when no, it's no. working? It's good. Stick to the plan. So, so that, that's quite good advice, isn't it? I mean, you had a plan. So perhaps if your plan was always to bench boost, there's nothing really reason why you can't still bench boost if you've got the players. And for me, I'm more likely to use the triple captain on, on KDB, as you can see there. Simply the bench boost for me is better used personally for me later in the season with the wild card and the free hit. Mm. And of course, you know, I've got to use the triple captain sometime. We think City will have more doubles down the road, but... Crystal Palace and a potentially unknown Villa side who haven't trained or what have you. Yeah. I fancy. I'm not going to get much better. No, definitely. Um, I like the look of Stones and Cancelo as that Manchester City double. I mean, look at that Crystal, Crystal Palace at home and Villa at home. Um, you know, they... <laughs> two clean sheets. Four, that's equivalent of four clean sheets. Yeah. Just there and then. And they're, you know, good value players. So no matter at some point, Cancelo's getting a, bra- a brace. Yeah. Surely. Yeah. Surely. Well, the, this, this 18 points will, will still be like on hold for, for a long time, maybe. Uh, although historically, like we do start against Crystal Palace and they find a way to score. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, but I think it's, the form is so strong in, 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 um, in defense. The thing is about the, the leads, if I can add um, yeah. a small point. I think it's, it's very, it's still very acceptable approach to the thing is 
if you already wild card in 16 and you set up your team to bench boost, um, you you need really something bigger than this to back out from it because it's one of the chips that if you don't do it now and you are you were prepared for it and you are no, not doing it now, you will wait for another chance in which you might have a lot of funds remain on your bench um, that you might not be be willing to have in, in case you, you get rid of it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, benching players, single game week players, like in your case, uh, Dyer is bench boostable, for yeah, example, against Sheffield United. Um, the thing is with Leeds, I think I'll be more tempted to bench boost the attacking players much more than if, if you have Mesdier, like in my case, uh, or Eiling, I wouldn't be so. Um, um, I'll be so. I would not be so tempted to to bench boost them. But if I have Rafinha, Rodrigo, Bamford, those players can still deliver big even in a single game week. Um, so yeah, the thing. But however, if you have, uh, we might touch on it. But a lot of managers have already loaded up on Southampton, for example, mm. who are playing their way to Leicester. That stuff, like if that you have tough. Adams or Kyle Walker yeah. Peters, would you still be tempted to bench? Well, I mean, this is in, in my opinion, I wouldn't. No, I, I just, mean, just, just on Leeds, very quickly, if I may, because you yeah. mentioned it. Um, I think Medley will make a few saves, uh, Melier, but yeah, fair, you'd keep him on the bench. Yeah, Eiling, I had before, happy to take him out. I thought we might not get a double, we did. Oh, sorry, we obviously changed fixtures. Um, but he might, we have Cooper and Lorente back. So last time we had mm. Lorente back, he didn't actually play. There's a chance Brighton play two up front. Typically, I'd expect you to continue that, Joe. So we may play Possibly. three at the back. You never know. <laughs> yeah, if, it, if, it's an in, if it's an in-game transition, I think Strout... We played eight centre-backs last time, noting. so never know. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you want to uh, send Ben White back out to us, that'd be yeah. great. Thanks. Well, is Lorente better than Aliostri, just out of curiosity? So Lorente, Lorente is a centre-back. So Cooper and Lorente okay. centre-back, which would mean uh, you've got uh, Alioski or Dallas and then Eiling maybe back to full-back. Uh, of course, okay. if we play three at the back, that changes. Maybe Dallas goes into midfield. What I may be expecting, and I'm, I'm definitely not certain here, you know, there's some good Leeds accounts, go have a look. But Strauch is going to play over Phillips, which will damage our team overall. But he can play centre-back too. I expect he may fill that Phillips role and then drop in with Laurenti and Cooper, depending on the match situation, which leaves maybe Alioski and Eiling wing-backs. Maybe Eiling hasn't played wing-back yet this season. Mm. And then Dallas in midfield, but maybe we'll get a bit more information about that over the coming days. I have I have bad memories with the strike. Like I brought him in when um, when Phillips was injured, I yes. think, and yeah. and, and uh, uh, Bielsa has like in, like he announced that strike will play there. Twenty minutes later, he took him out. So <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> go tough. there. That's tough. Yeah, That's yeah. Tough. But um, yeah, it could be three nine home. He's now there, so it could be. Um, I mean, that question that, that Matt Francis asked about the, the next double game week, and I think that's quite key. And I can see, Seb, why you're, you're, you've got your wild card and you've still got your free hit. And I can see why you want to use the bench boost because the next big double game week we're anticipating is game week 26. Because of the cup commitments, it's likely to be another blank game week in game week 29. So... If you've got all three chips there, you can use your wildcard before game week 26. You can stock up on the bench boost there. You can forget about game week 29 and just use your free hit to cover it. And then you're back in with your normal team. I don't have my free hit. I'm not going to bench boost. So I'm going to be bench boosting around then. And I'm hoping that I can have players that are playing then 
and also will be and I, but I don't mind if they're single game players and they're good players so for example sake of argument Spurs have a single game week I'm very happy to have a bench of of, of Kane and Son very happy with that um, but it's that kind of thing but I'll be able to address that with the wild card before but I think yeah. what, what the point Matt raises is quite good um, about those who are thinking of using particular chips in the double game week this time around there could be a better double game week for your mentality or your setup or the way you like to play the game and for, for you sure. for you Seb yeah I think that's absolutely and, and I think we've mentioned this before but this is a season unlike any other normally we know there are two big double game weeks coming we can choose one those have appeared this year but so many other little things as well blanks and doubles we didn't expect fixtures moving mm. the potential of a triple which is looking more likely than i expected we can only assess our teams on what we know you know we have some unknown unknowns yeah but there's going to be unknown unknowns you know for all we know fingers crossed but for all we know we get to the next double game week and half the matches are off mm. for me personally i think it comes down to if you look at my team as it's set up there, especially with the Salah and Antonio moves, I don't need to use it. I have a solid team that might miss out by 10, even 20 points to someone else. Mm -hmm. But I think when we get around to the next time, I can make that up and more. So why would I sacrifice a good team now when I can possibly take a bigger advantage next time? Mm -hmm. um, probably a good time to bring in Karen's team now because, um, well, we've got some questions. Yeah. After, after I run through Karen's team, um, we've got some questions about particularly players to bring in or or leave out um and also on defenders i believe so karen's team yeah. you're even you were set up here as well um but i think i think you were partially considering a free hit but we'll come to that mm. um you got meslier in goal um so obviously you'd hope to a double there you got one basaka kufal diaz great great back line there uh all all with doubles rashford suchek fernandez de bruyne all with doubles and son um and then Jesus, who has a double, we think. You never know with Man City. Uh, no. Bamford, yeah. a single, but it's, it's Bamford. Um, and then on the bench, you've got um, Forster holding. And what you were talking about there, if you've loaded up on Southampton, which you have, <laughs> with Adams there. And you've also got um, Jamal Lewis for Newcastle, who, if he plays, I believe he has a double. So um, that could be. <laughs> that could be okay. So it's actually pretty good. Um um, so, I mean, just before we come to some of those questions, what what possible transfers or hits or are you thinking? Uh, yeah, um, I, I was really hoping that Leeds keep the um, the double game week because um, I've got three players in in my team from that game. Now, now it's off. Then I'm down to eight double game week players. Um, the moves are, I am I'm actually. Um, yeah, the, the moves that uh, Seb has mentioned is is quite quite aligned with what I was planning to do. So I, I know Son has a very good picture, but what if I take him out for somebody else that might not even play? I go to three four three and upgrade Adams to Vardy for a hit. Um, mm. He is someone I'm considering. And 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 um, are you are you confident Vardy would be fit, or is it maybe just a longer term look? You think I th you want him for the longer term? I think Rogers today confirmed that he, he him, and uh, Madison are fit. Oh, okay. He said they needed um, the break, and they've had yeah. it, and they're now raring okay. to go. Yeah. Both yeah. Yeah. And, and Madison. You know, and Ma and Madison and tempts me a little bit. He 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 does, but um, yeah, you never know with him. I, I I thought briefly about Barnes, but uh, he um, they have Ayuzi Perez and they have Under, and he can easily be benched. And and I don't want to afford 
all of this chaos with with Barnes. Um, the thing is with Vardy that I'm actually considering him for the captain. See, we'll talk about him later, later mm-hmm. on. But I'm questioning whether Son plus four points would it would it outscore Vardy or even out because that that's that's the main dilemma. And then. Meslier has a Brighton at home. I'm not sure they can keep it clean sheet then. Um, and therefore, I'll be missing out on the potential holes from the double game keepers, especially the likes of Fabianski or, or Martinez. So I'm, I'm actually torn between these two uh, three moves. That would cost me a minus eight. And that's why I, I started to consider the free hit um, option. Mm which will include these three moves, but also some a couple of uh, luxury, fa- uh, luxury um, moves um, uh, to take out, for example, Jesus and get a defender. That's, I, that's I the play. Know. No, yeah. I mean, I, I would... Yeah. I, I don't, don't free hit. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah. your team looks really good. You could just you just go to bed now and then just wake up afterwards, after the deadline, yeah. and, and, and you, you will get loads of points. Because you look at those, or the amount of players, and they're good quality players with double game weeks. And yeah, maybe Jesus, you know, could be upgraded, but maybe one or two transfers. That's it. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's good. That's that's, yeah. that's set up really well for the double game week, irrespective mm. of the changes. I think. Yeah, uh, it was sort of like a um, a strategy I'm planning. The transfers I've been planning for the last few game weeks, and to see that I'm potentially gonna rip it up. And, and free head, it feels mm. like no. Why did I waste all my yeah, efforts on this? Yeah. So I, I think the team is good. I want yeah, the premiums are there. The, Salah is the big mess. Yeah. So the free head will certainly include Salah in my team somehow. Yeah. Um, however, yeah, speaking about Son, who I'm considering mm. to sell for for the likes of Vardy, um, we've got some questions already from the community about them about Spurs assets. So uh, Conrad is asking: Are Son and Kane good options this week against Sheffield United? Um, Vout Martins is asking, who are the best defenders to target? That's another category if you've got mm-hmm. um, um, yeah, options to buy defenders. Or um, I, I, I'm not sure if he means target to buy or target to get attackers against. Um, um, I think he means just to target as in to you know, pinpoint in your yeah. team. You know. Yeah, okay, okay. And uh, Phil Stamps is asking, uh, who are the best strikers to get in? Uh, can Antonio's fitness be trusted? And can Vardy play twice in a way? That that aligns with the, the plans I'm, yeah. I'm having, actually. Um, or is it worth getting less fashionable players like Firmino or Martial? So, Seb, um, Sonar Kane, you mentioned that you plan to set them as well. So, um, uh, are yeah. you setting both? Or yep. uh, if, if you have to keep one, which one you, you would keep? Oh, if I had to keep one. Uh, obviously, with price, I'd probably end up losing Kane, but then I want Salah, and he's a midfielder. Mm. I guess I could. Uh, Kane is the sacrificial lamb. If I if I kept Son, I could possibly wrangle having Salah in another spot. Maybe if Saka need to downgrade Kane quite a bit, probably mm. someone else. I think uh, Son and Kane are great by all means, and you know you've got Son there, and I'd be tempted to hold him in your position. For me, it was Salah twice, and then going forwards mm. versus Son and Kane, and. Maybe maybe I'm just falling into biases here, but I didn't own Son and Kane just because I did. I owned them with the intention of then making Salah and Antonio work. So, yeah, I sat down, I, I looked at the data, I decided on that plan. It's so far working. Why, why, why would I change it? I've not seen anything that would make me change my mind. All right, sounds good. How about you, uh, Joe? What do you think? Um, 
Well, I mean, I've, I've got Kane. I'm keeping Kane. Kane's just really good. <laughs> and he's playing Sheffield United, who are rubbish. And they played New... Yeah, they got a goal against Newcastle. Yeah. But, you know, my cat could, who I let out of my room earlier. And so, yeah, I, I'm i keeping Kane. If I had Son and Kane, I'd be tempted to keep both of them, really. I think they could easily... Yeah. It's one of those... It's one of those... If you, if you had the choice. If you if you had no like players on a wild card, a free hit... Would you, Get rid would, of would your you daughter choose? or your son. Oh, um, I would, <laughs> I would try and fight and keep both of them because. But would you say you had none of those players, and you can choose Salah and Antonio for four fixtures, or Son and Kane for two fixtures combined? Who are you going with? Son and Kane, if I've got them already, because it probably. No, no, but you, but, you, but you don't have them already. You've got neither. If I don't so let's have say them. Oh, let, right. let's say let's say you're on a free hit or something. So you've got none of them, none of those four mm. players. So there's no there's no bias to who, to who you already hold. Who are you picking? I would want one of Son and Kane, irrespective of the double. Okay. And mm. I would so then my, my question would then be, mm. just because you already hold those players, okay, if it costs you points, that's another conversation. But why are you making a different decision? Now, in the great world of double game weeks, of which we've all had about a decade of them, how often do you come to the towards the end of it and think, why did I take out that player who just got loads of points? And mm. for x double game week player um and i think it's about replacing um bad players or good players and kane and son are just I mean, we saw this week i mean i i've got kane still i had son he did son didn't do anything in the free hit and kane kane did but that 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 was that decided the rank that decided the rank who 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 dropped 100k who rose 200k on the back of those they're just too powerful. And I, I was saying on the video I did with Andy when I had my initial free hit draft. This was before we knew that um, that the uh, the Spurs and Villa game had been moved to to a Spurs and Fulham game. Um, I had Son and Kane on because their ownership is is so massive. Having one is not good enough. Even having both and not captaining one is not good enough. Um, but yes, it's a, the it's, thing it's, is, yeah, the thing is sometimes you have to play to play the math. Like you are getting. Um, I, I understand the question from if you didn't have anyone, mm. I would I would get four four games in my hands and hope for the best. Um, I, I know that Son can can return against Sheffield United, but he can eventually blank as he did against Fulham. So if I if I pick Son and he blanks against Sheffield United, it would be a long week. It's it's probably the longest game week I've, I can ever remember, think, um... but. It's going to be like, our oh, son, two points against him. He doesn't have another chance. But then but looking... The Salah or Antonio's, although Antonio has, has question marks, I think he, yes. his minutes will be managed. Some some quotes today that um, um, a second, uh, another striker might make a debut from, from the team. But anyway, Antonio, Watkins, anyone. I would Ka- take, Karen, I would take... so... oh, Sorry, yeah. mate, I interrupted you. Please continue. No, no worries. I, I, that's, that's what I'm trying to say is that for me personally, the, the, the fact that I'm considering Son out for a hit, um, it, it really depends on how, yeah, it's, yeah, it's team depend. I'm, you're gonna play, you're gonna play. Ah, God, <laughs> it sounds so good. Let me, so, so, so so let me, good. I, I mean, uh, you, you mentioned a hit there. I think that's a good point, right? Because this isn't yeah. just a clean decision. There are points in yeah. Joe, what you were saying about, so my next point might be put down by this, but yeah. you know, Son and Kane are good take your point yeah but when you mentioned 
in game in double game weeks in the past, we go, well, oh, that single game week player who actually scored 12 points and outscored my double yeah. who got 10 points. Yeah. Can you tell me who that player was going to be before the no. week? Because after the week, all good. But, but if it's some random Sunderland it, defender, I think I, I have to make uh, the decision yeah. based on what I can predict. I think and it's because right now, came... I think four fixtures is better than two. Yeah, yeah. With decent players against decent opposition. If Son and Kane both score braces, absolutely, you made you made the right decision if you look at outcome. Mm. But I, I'm backing, I'm backing without knowing what's going to happen. That I just give myself the best chance mm. by going with decent stats and four fixtures. Now I admit Antonio's hamstrings might go and I might look mm. stupid, but I'm risking. I'm taking I that think, risk. I think I think um, I might be different about a different premium assets. But Son and Kane have been so consistent this season, and they're playing Sheffield United you know, the derby of this season. So if if they were playing, well, if it was that Fulham game, because Fulham's defence has got better, I would think maybe. And Sheffield United's, I've done, well, I don't know. Let's have a look. Now, I've got, I've got but, a couple of tables I can put up on the screen. Oh, yeah. I must yeah. admit, I haven't really looked at this in detail. So I think off the top of my head, you say derby of this season. Now, you might be right. But I vaguely recall them pretty much massively underperforming based on their stats. Darn. They may now have, you know, actually followed that. They also trajectory. massively got relegated. <laughs> which is oh, no, happens. sorry. I mean, Sheffield United, not oh, Derby, right. sorry. Yeah. I mean, yeah, fair. I'm not arguing with Derby. That was, that was not a good team. But I think Sheffield United possibly are underperforming. Now, of course, you could just say, well, that's because they're rubbish. Of course, they're underperforming. But I'm not sure we're going to see them. You know, they look good against Newcastle from what I saw and they've, they've looked unfortunate in a few games. Okay, so, okay, I'm going to eat my words here because I haven't really, I put, I put these put these figures up without without looking at them. So what what yeah. these figures up I've got are the best defences and the, uh, oh sorry, the worst defences and the best attacks. So what I've got here is I've got a list over the last four matches this is for both defence and attack. Um, and for expected goals, so which attacks have been expected to score most and indeed what goals they have scored. And on the other side, um, I've also got a table there with big chances conceded. So what I was hoping to do is what you ideally want is a double game week is to match them up. So you want a really good attack against um, a really bad defence. And looking at that, so in terms of expected goals, Villa are top. They're the most attacking at the moment um, on recent form. But they have had COVID to decimate all of their organisation. So we don't know how they're going to come out from that. City are next. And then Arsenal, then Chelsea, Liverpool, Manchester United, Tottenham and then Leeds. So these are the, these are the attacks we really want. A bit further down, we've got the likes of Sheffield United, even Brighton, West Ham and Fulham. But the point you were making about Sheffield United, well, I'm starting to think, hang on a minute, maybe I've got this wrong. Because looking at big chances conceded, same as last week, Crystal Palace the worst. So immediately I'm looking at City against Palace as a really good match if you want to pick a captain, um, yeah. especially, but also players to target. Leeds still um, conceding loads. West Brom still conceding loads. Newcastle still conceding loads. But the second best defence in terms of big it's chances conceded. Wow. Hold my hands up. Sheffield United. And, uh, <laughs> look, look, looking, looking at that as well, I know I'm sort of playing if, buts and maybes mm. here, but West Ham, what, sort of two-thirds, just, just below half, way down on expected goals with 4.24? Yeah. yeah. They're playing West Brom, who were 12 big mm. chances conceded and right near the top of that, and then Burnley, who are in the middle. Mm. It's worth remembering, though, that that West Ham side have not had the player I want for Antonio. quite a while, who is Antonio. Mm. We know, in theory, he would add to that XG. They would yeah. have a higher total. Yeah. Now, I know that's a bit speculative. 
No, no. I think, I think, I, we've got I think a, we've playing got a, it, I, 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 reckon it, I reckon I've got a better chance of it coming off. Yes, yes. We've got to, got to all ass, I can do is play the we've odds. We've got to assess, you know, on the odds, how they would um, fare. Um, by the same token, why are Sheffield United... Um, bear in mind, this, these uh, figures were compiled before the Arsenal and Palace match tonight. Um, mm. But why is Sheffield United so low down there? It's, it's Man City, by the way, defence is the best in terms of big chances conceded. Only two over the last four matches. Sheffield United have only conceded four. Same as Tottenham and one more than Liverpool and Manchester United. But they just played Newcastle as well. So you've got to look at the opposition and who they're facing. Spurs are better than Newcastle. So by the same token about West Ham... Um, attack should improve because they're playing West Brom who are conceded loads of big chances um, it could be so it's one of those I'm not sure but I must admit the figures were quite surprising you know they mm. Sheffield United haven't been playing Newcastle every week just that one match out for um, so yeah maybe 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 a, a, a bigger a bigger look at the at the uh, the figures there but it does it does show that perhaps the underlying stats do say if you do want to get rid of Kane and Song there's a possibility it could be, it could pay off. <laughs> I mean, sometimes these numbers could be deceiving. Like, okay, they conceded four big chances the last four, but I just checked now who did they play. They played Everton, mm. Burnley, Crystal Palace, and Newcastle teams. Mm. Three of those four teams are not scoring <laughs> goals naturally. Brilliant. Okay, well that explains uh, but it. But yet, when they got when they got when they got four big chances. They conceded four. So we stand by the uh, argument of last scoutcast when okay. we said that Ramsdale is not a good goalkeeper. So if Son and Kane get the chances, I think they, they can score from it. Okay. However, there's no question about the, the moral of the team now that getting their first win in about, I don't know, 20 games or I don't know exactly how, how many games they have been without a win. And, and they, could, they could still make an upset. Um, mm. They could still upset the Spurs by, I don't know, dropping deep or or looking out for for a nil nil game. I, I just don't know what to expect from this game, and ha- that that's one chance, one shot uh, as a Sun owner. If he gets something out of it, um, then that's nice. But if he if he does a blank, then I'll be saying, oh, I wish I got Salah or I wish I got Vardy. So uh, coming back to the point where I keep Son or Kane, I might take a gamble and and. And sell him. I, I I know they are great. The thing is, if you are not on on well, of course, if you're not free hitting on 19, you're gonna look a little bit. You can't look anymore for more than three game weeks, I think, with the current situation. But you're gonna look a bit beyond that. Um, and I know they are Spurs. They are like there are the games next after the game week 19 are Mourinho's game in a way. But they play Liverpool in in 20. Brighton is a good one. It's a captaincy option to be honest. But then Chelsea. So. Two of the next three afterwards, it could be tricky. And and having Vardy, for example, who mm. has Southampton and Chelsea, Everton and Leeds and Fulham afterwards. So that's a good run. Um, so it's not only about double game week 19. It's it's 20 as well. It could be tricky. We, we might end up like losing our conscience about, oh, what's going on in game week 20? I don't know who's oh, yeah. playing whom because we've spent a lot of time and effort and energy on just preparing for the circumstances of, of game week 19. So with, could, could pay off. With the figures we got up on the screen, um, City are second for expected goals. They are top in terms of big chances conceded, as in they conceded the fewest. Now, Seb sent me a picture um, before we went mm. on there. I managed to get it in. 
Um, now, I don't think Karen's seen this yet, so this is a good opportunity. I'll put it up on the screen. Good opportunity to help our podcast uh, listeners out by and Karen by explaining what on earth I've just put up on the screen. So I'll hand, hand over to Karen. One thing I'd love to hear before you before you look at it too long. Which way is Cancelo going? Which way is City going? So what is what? What are we looking at? We're looking at we're looking at a heat map, but what's it? What's it showing? Is it showing him uh, very exciting? <laughs> is it showing him hardly moving? Is it uh, there's 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 it looks yeah it looks like yeah. red, orange, yellow is very bright. But as you said, which way is he going? Attacking or defending? Uh, you mean Cancelo? Yeah, where's where's his where's his where's he mainly yeah. stationed? So, so, so without without looking at the arrow at the top, if you look at that heat map, which one is he attacking? Yeah, it's it's um. It's, he, he, it's he, down, he almost. Down. Sorry, sorry, go on. No, go on, go on. I was just going to say again for the podcast, we've got a heat map up, and yeah. you'd expect Cancelo has got a lot of dangerous touches. Yeah. City are attacking from left to right, and he has more touches in the opposition half on the right hand side of our picture. Yeah possibly more in Brighton's area than he does in his own and getting quite central too. Yeah. If you flip that around, it almost looks like a not bad left back, yeah. which is which is astonishing, I think. Mm. Yeah, so basically, Cancelo is the answer to the question, why is Man City's attack so good and why is their defence so good? Um, and Cancelo is one of the answers to that. He's a great player to have. He's like, it reminds me, watching him in that last game, in fact, several of the games, he's like that really massive guy in um, that Monty Python's Meaning of Life, mm. you know, Mr. Creosote. He's sitting there with the with bringing all the foods and the waiters are bringing, piling loads of food into him. And all it takes is one wafer-thin mint for him to explode. Mm. Cancelo is going to explode in assists. He is gorging on them. He is getting fat on assist potential. And he's going to be I, I exploded well, with them. So. Michael, Michael Rogers in the chat has mm -hmm. just said that uh, Trent and Robbo probably have similar stats. And they absolutely probably do. Mm -hmm. I'd say maybe the difference with Cancelo is how central some of that is. Which mm. at the moment, it's not led to goals. But... Yeah. The he difference is gets, also, uh, you know, also a couple of, of created chances. Yeah. A couple of million had, as well. <laughs> he has a lot yeah. of touches on the heat map in the penalty box. And there was an incident where I think Byrne was in contact with him. If he missed out like milliseconds, that's a pen in, in the first half, I reckon. So it's uh, he, so good. And, and sometimes you feel like he's a number eight. Opens up to Mahrez or Bernard to go to the wing. And, and he plays in the center. Yeah, and that's he, almost... he, he, we were talking about so we were talking about De Bruyne overlapping on that right hand side. Yeah, I wonder if Cancelo is almost doing that job now. Maybe that's one of the reasons De Bruyne isn't needed out there. Mm, um, probably, yeah. Cancelo brings me on to my team, so I'm going to put my team's picture up. Um, there's no Cancelo yet, <laughs> so <laughs> I have got at the moment a McCarthy at the back, no longer a double game week. Uh, James Justin, who has scored an amazing goal in the cup, um, and I'm delighted. <laughs> to play in the double game week. I've got St uh, John Stones, Kufal, Dallas down to a single game week. Uh, Suchek, Mane, Fernandez, Salah, who I'm kind of captain, Kane and Bamford up front. And on my bench, I've got Steer non-playing, Calvert-Lewin non-playing, mm. Stevens non-playing, and then Mitchell, who's playing, but he's playing Man City. Mm. So, so probably not a bench boost. So yeah. not a bench boost. I hadn't planned for a bench boost. So it goes back to that original point we made about, you know, because all to stick to your plan because... I don't think the developments change it drastically. I had not mm. planned in any way for a bench boost. In order for me to get a bench boost, I think I'd have to take some kind of minus 12 and it would still be rubbish. So I'm not going to do that. Um, so yeah. I, I'm, I'm tailor-made for 
either the triple captaincy or just going in with loads of double game week players. Mm-hmm. So um, we've got some questions on the captaincy, but I'll, I'll just say my moves that I'm planning. I've got Calvert-Lewin there um, and I like the look of Antonio. Calvert-Lewin to Antonio is um, a good move. Why not? If Antonio's hamstrings hopefully last... Um, but what I th- I mean, Cavalier not going to play. He's going to get zero. <laughs> Antonio, hopefully, he's going to get more than zero. Hopefully, um, and that leaves me enough money to upgrade Mitchell to Cancelo. So Mitchell and Calvert Lewin to Cancelo and Antonio. What well, other two you get a bench from? from and the then 11th. and then I would bench Dallas. My first sub would be Dallas. Um, now I think that sounds reasonable considering. Um, Mitchell and Calvert-Lewin are not great this week and mm-hmm. I'll be getting two, two double game week players with good fixtures the two, the two teams with the best you've fixtures you've got to bench another one right Dallas or uh... oh Dallas would be benched yeah so Calvert-Lewin oh, okay. would come, uh, uh, sorry uh, Dallas and Bamford I mean yeah um, oh Bamford I'll play Bamford yeah definitely okay. play Bamford against Brighton I'm Brighton set oh Brighton are Brian's defense is it's really bad. I can't <laughs> emphasize how bad it is. They just concede any anywhere, any time, any place. They all concede. Um, so, so for me, that's what I'm thinking about. But one of my main things I'm considering is the triple captaincy. Should I triple captain or not? So I've had some mm. questions. Um, FPLT asks: Are people sleeping on Liverpool assets for the double game week, especially with Bruno one card from suspension and City getting ah. better? At grinding out unspectacular wins. Um, John FPL asks, also wonders about the Fernandez card situation and KDB. Is he off penalties? Um, so for me, this, this brings in the two dilemmas I'm thinking of. Do I triple captain? And also I don't have KDB, but I am going big on Liverpool. So I've, I've, I've gone into this through happenstance with Mane and Salah. And we haven't really seen much of them, except in the cup when they played a bunch of children from the West Midlands. And Mane scored twice and Salah scored as well. Um, so, you know, they've got their scoring boots on <laughs> against against very young opposition. But nevertheless, I Mane to KDB and then captain KDB takes away the captaincy from Salah, who has two home games in games he can score in. Plus, it would probably involve a hit because I'd probably want mm. to do something else like Calvert-Lewin to Antonio. And and then I might miss out on Mane's points and then KDB could get rested. But then KDB could absolutely, um, you know, explode with goals and assists. And also the second point is I'm not sure I really want to captain, triple captain anyone. I think, I think there's mm. going to be so many double game weeks. There's going to be... Double game weeks. There's going to be a big double game week in 26. But there's going to be the odd little ones. There's so many fixtures getting postponed. So say we have a double game week in the future. In which Villa have two great home games. I'm going to get Grealish in a triple captain in. That sounds amazing. If Liverpool have a great double game week. So it's a you know small one. And Salah has got two home games like he has here. But they're much better home games. Uh, much better than Manchester United. Say he's playing... Brighton and Sheffield, I don't know, whatever, you know, just playing, uh, you know, two two much worse teams at home. Um, I think that could be good. Spurs, Kane, triple captain against two easy tides at home. I'd be up for that as well. So I'm wondering whether the triple captaincy might be better to be saved. And I'll just go in with what I got. Um, but um, I'll look at the rate my team computer. 
uh, fantasy football scout and I had a look at to see you know who would be the good captain or the good triple captain see shouts and what I picked is I picked out the five players that the rate my team computer as of this morning believes will get more than 10 points so it's only five of them Salah top 13.95 so he's anticipated to get at least that De Bruyne 12.48 Sterling 12.2 Fernandez 11.6, Mane 11.34. So me switching Mane to De Bruyne for a hit, I don't know. I don't know whether that's that would actually pay off. And, and Mane's I feel, good. I feel, I feel like the hit is the key there, right? It feels, yeah, it's just not really... It maybe feels... And say you had a... Say we could only make 37 mm. transfers a year and we got no hits. We could only make one a week. Yeah, You probably wouldn't spend one on this. No. So maybe... Yeah, maybe. And not. I just wonder with yeah. um, you know, all excited about the double game week and ooh, and oh, let's use my chip here, triple captain C, and let's um, you know, let's 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 make this move, let's take this hit here. But you know, I don't want to get to the end of this double game week. Mane scored three goals against Manchester United and Burnley at home, which is completely possible. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, why did I transfer him out for KDB, who was rested for one and gave a penalty to? I don't know Gundogan and or my dog or someone whoever was passing and and I don't know I mean, or KDB is going to come out of it with a 14 points in each game and it, it, for a triple captaincy it would be something that would be legendary in the memory and that's that's the decision after make but I don't know what either of you two think, uh, think whether, who, the, who you're captaining who you would captain if you had like a completely free choice on the on on the chips I mean I'm definitely captaining KDB it's just whether I triple captain but on the chips, and I don't know what you reckon about this, Karen, but I feel like sometimes psychologically, I, maybe other people, are stuck between, you know, that first wildcard, and you're sometimes like, I just want to use it as soon as possible, get it out of the way, and then I can focus on the season. And then in the second half of the season, you suddenly do the opposite, and they're like, I must hold that wildcard for mm. unknown events. Mm. It almost, that second example, there's a there's a psychological uh, phrase for it, which I forget, but you're playing, say, Zelda or something, and you get a really super powerful sword, and you never use it and it gets to the end of the game and the game finishes and you didn't use it because you were saving it for that one big baddie just in case. It kind of feels like that. And I mean, I guess our job is to, as best we can, rid ourselves of those biases and just play what we see in front of us. But that's a lot easier said than done, of course. I don't know about what you think, Karen. Well, I mean, the, the wild card, um, it, especially at the beginning of the season, it has multiple different purposes i believe you look out at the who is gonna start with a good form you just start building a, a good team value to help you out during the season but i think the second wild card is is really uh comes around where we need to hold we need to hold it when it comes around the double game week and the blind game weeks later in the season and i think this time is um as we mentioned uh, the scout class on tuesday it's it's incredible time that it almost feels it's tempting you to do anything whenever you hear some news. Um, to me, with the chips, um, it, people who just use the wildcard 16, I don't think they will be so tempted to use it now because they just prepared for it, uh, for, for this run of pictures. Um, but for example, the triple captaincy, as much as I, I think it's a good opportunity to use it, it can, any game could be just off during the week it's a it's a eight or nine days of a double game week and then 
all of a sudden, oh, its team has uh, a breakout of uh, outbreak of COVID-19 and the game is cancelled. Then you end up with, with one. And you never know which team is going to get his game postponed or, or, or if the player himself gets self-isolating. I think it's it's too risky now with the, with the Sergio Mises to play the triple captain in general. Now, in terms of who I want, uh, my problem um, is that I don't have Salah. I actually start to lose confidence in KDB. I looked at his KDB this season is is really different from last season. Last season you just put on him the captaincy, he gets you points. Uh, this season he double he has four double digit holes, but at the same time if you look at the other scores, it's either two and three points or thirteen or fourteen, and he can easily be the best player on the pitch. Like yesterday, he took a lot of shots, uh, and, and now I don't think he lost the penalties. I think it will come back to him. But I just don't have that confidence in, in like in myself. Um, I know he's a great player. I love him, and he will be in my team. But would I even captain him? I, I don't know. The, the one I'm tempted by is is actually Vardy now because he is for me probably the third best captaincy option or in the double game week, um, arguably. Um, but yeah, looking at the, the Fernandez, Fernandez is a funny story. Would be he he would be the Diego Costa who. We will never captain him. We will never triple captain him because he's on four yellow cards and, and he will continue to, to score points. So he's also someone that, ah, what if he gets a fifth yellow card in the first game of the game against Liverpool, which is a bit rivalry. It could be um, very tense and a lot of um, aggressive game. Uh, yeah, you never know what's going to happen with these, with these do we players. Know, do we know what Fernandez has got his yellow cards for so far? Because... Uh, something I, this wasn't me, someone else pointed it out to me, but Grealish, I believe, has got half his yellow cards for just arguing with the ref, mm. which, and he's also on four uh, for this upcoming double. Mm. You would think if there's any yellow card you can avoid, it would be something like arguing with the ref, as opposed to maybe, I don't know, a, a Hoiberg or something who yeah. is getting them for, you know, deliberate but good tactical fouls. I think the last yellow card Bruno got against Burnley was a foul, actually. It was a tactical foul, if I can remember correctly. I don't, I don't think it was a... He, he used to argue sometimes with the referee, but sure. uh, I don't think he will do it because he's on four yellow cards and he needs to uh, maintain himself. But it, it could be on a counter, for example, or, or something from Salah. He had to do something and, and stop him. I don't, I don't, I don't think that Liverpool away, Fulham away. It doesn't, it doesn't excite me like but a Bruno triple captain away. should. But yeah. It's a Bruno away theory, right? It's it's always been like the Bruno away theory. Is that, is that, is that card? Is that the, the 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 threat of a card? It just brings that bit of doubt for the captaincy. Um, I'm happy yeah. to field him, but then if he misses that second game, it'd be so infuriating. It'd be so infuriating. Yeah. Sure. I, I don't know how much I believe in. I say believe in home and away. That's not true. But in terms of maybe just yeah. one individual player over a relatively small sample of games, yeah. maybe it's a small factor, but. I don't know. The fact that it's Liverpool is is more important to me. I think Liverpool at home for me, for my setup without KDB, I still I think Salah's the best option. The rate my team computer thinks so. But I had a look at some underlying stats in terms of looking at the captaincy, and it's not good news for Salah. So this is the last uh, four matches. Um, there are some there's some promising signs there. So Liverpool have not been in the best attacking form. I think they've uh, was it some nil nils, one nils. It's not the best attacking form in the league. But looking at the big chances um, table, last four matches, De Bruyne, uh, El Ghazi, Chris Wood at Burnley and Giroud are uh, top with five. But with four is Fernandes, Firmino, Watkins, 
Trezeguet, Salah and Caballero. I've, I've excluded players without a double game week from this. So there's only a few anyway. But looking in terms of expected goal involvement, Salah's expected to have been involved in a couple. Um, uh, De Bruyne are more than three. But then looking down as well, the sort of shots inside the box, shots on target, chances created. So um, El Ghazi, Giroud, Watkins and Trezeguet are the, are the sort of shots inside the box guys. El Ghazi is the shots on target guy. Um, he's, he's, he's even on target when he's shooting from outside the box. And then Salah's quite low down. He's had seven shots inside the box and three on target in his last four matches. Um Cavalero is an interesting one here. If you want a good enabler for a double game week, um, I'm not saying Cavalero is Clint Dempsey, but those will remember whenever Fulham had a double game week in the past, it was the Fulham guys, including Clint Dempsey, who ended up with huge hauls. And Cavalero, he's got goals in him. He can score against anyone. Um, he's only 5.3. So if you're looking for an enabler um, and a good double game week player, maybe for a bench boost, um, Cavalero is an interesting one El Ghazi as well very interesting but I put this up there really for the captaincy it doesn't really help me with my Salah decision um, but then De Bruyne as well just six six shots inside the box Salah was seven so in terms of like open play goals Salah's still you know better than De Bruyne as you would say and even while Salah's not been in great form could I, yeah. could I tempt you into thinking about De Bruyne by bringing up one of your own tables which is the goals imminent Okay, I haven't got um, that on me. So you can he's, describe he's it. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll describe it to you. So there's a few players we don't really care about on mm. there: Dendonka and friends. Yeah, yeah. Trezeguet, Watkins, Bamford, De Bruyne, Aubameyang, Dendonka, McBurney, Marshall, and Madison all make it onto your uh, mm. onto your table. Okay, well, so that does maybe I'll let you explain. Well, yeah, to... say, maybe, maybe I'll let you explain how that works. But the thing that stands out to me is De Bruyne has returned some points. Karam mm. obviously mentioned maybe he's not quite happy with how many. But he's on that goals, goals imminent table, which tells me that there could be more to come. Not just what he's currently been returning, he's underperforming. We can expect, hopefully, a step up in form. What yeah. do you reckon? Well, yeah, I mean, with the, one of the things about the goals imminent table is, obviously, it, it precludes those that have already uh, delivered with goals. Uh, I also have an assist imminent table, it's sort of, uh, it's sister table. But yeah, with the goals imminent table, what, what that looks at, essentially looks at um, things like big chances... And big chances missed as well. Um, but primarily, it's looking at those who've had 10 goal attempts, but only one goal to show for it. But they're also performing well in a lot of other metrics as well. And so I've also included having an XG, expected goal minimum over uh, of one over the last four matches. So they were expected to indeed score one, but and either they did or they didn't. Um, so what that's doing basically is, is just saying underlying stats they should be delivering but they're not and it also shows for whatever reason so sometimes they hop off the table just because the stats just never quite come to fruition and big chances missed is one of those interesting ones mm -hmm. so what you're looking for is less big chances to be missed i think uh, ibrahimovic when he was at manchester united was one of the great examples of this so many big chances he kept missing them all and it just kept going on and on. I was almost tempted to change the metrics. He was breaking the table. And then suddenly after <laughs> 11, 11 game weeks, I can't remember who he took on. Suddenly it was a goal. It was a brace. And suddenly, you know, the floodgates opened and he was back on it again. Um, but that that's what we're looking at. So, yeah. Um, there, there is one player on there that mm -hmm. I hadn't spotted until now who appears on both your goals imminent and your assists imminent. Ooh. 
Can you guess who that is? Well, Chris Wood. He's, he's, he's on neither. It's, it is a striker. De Bruyne? Is it Chris no. Wood? Marshall? Nope. Bamford? Give you, I'll give you, give you one more. Watkins. Not Bamford. He's on. He's on maybe, goals. Imminent. May, maybe Watkins. What? Oh, oh Watkins. N- nailed it. Watkins. Which and I, I he will remain there. He will remain there forever. I, I, I agree with you. I think maybe you know he's maybe a underperforming XG due to quality. No, I mean but, if he's but got, it's an interesting thing if, to look if at. If he's playing two games mm. and he's got goal and assists in him, yeah, that's good. I, I yeah. suddenly don't hate him. I no, like okay. You know, Man City's yeah. one of those games, but I like having him. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have De Bruyne, so I'm going to be quite scared. Um, but yeah, I could just get him in for Mane. I don't know. It doesn't feel like a me kind of move, though. Which will it doesn't be... feel like a you. Yeah. What's, what's a you kind of move, though? Not that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tori. Yeah. I think the captaincy takes um, um, a really big deal for, for yeah. your move, especially. Like, okay, if you get KDB, is he your captain over Salah? Is he a priority over Salah? Are you happy with captain in Salah? Because I think if you captain Salah... I don't think that the money to KDB, no. there would be a big difference between both of them. No. So you're looking, I'd be looking at somewhere, you know, between 10 and 20 extra points. It would also mm. mitigate against the bench boost. Now, the bench boost this time around is not as potent as it was. If Leeds and Southampton were both playing twice, I'd be scared of that. Um, but that's not the case. So I'm just, it's just a single game. So yeah, they could do well against Brian. They could do very well. But nevertheless, uh, and Southampton could do very well against Leicester. But it's not, it's not, it's not something where I think, oh, I've got to have my triple captaincy to mitigate against mm-hmm. that that potent bench boost. Um, yeah, I guess ultimately you've got to make a decision that uh, you know you're happy with. I, 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 nope. f- I feel there will be better game weeks for the triple captain. There may not be. And I remember last season, I just by hook or by crook, and the way it all panned out, I had to use my bench boost in a single game week, and I hated it. And I want to use it in a double game week. But with a triple captaincy, you can you. It, that's also best for a double game week. But there are these little double game weeks coming. I don't know when they're going to be, but there's going to be they're going to be spread out a bit. And obviously, they're going to involve some teams that are in the cup. We're already seeing postponements with the likes of Grealish as well. I think these are really good. I think some of my best triple captaincies in the past have been those sort of talisman players for teams. Uh-huh. Um, I think. Uh, Payet at West Ham a lot of people went for I can't remember who it was who was had good fixtures then but I went for Payet at West Ham and he you know he did he did me he did me okay um, and it's those kinds of those kinds of players I, I like to get a talisman who who you know who maybe get penalties set pieces all those all the basics really um, and I'm I'm confident with Salah as a captain but I'm not triple captaincy confident about him. Um, Let's have a, let's move on to the next four fixtures before we wrap up. Um, so what we got up on the screen here um, is uh, for this section um, is uh, the next four fixtures. We're looking at game week nineteen through to game week uh, 20, 21, 22. and of course we've got the double game weeks uh, there. Um, so what I'm looking at really is teams that are good. I'm looking at players who can be good to go. For a number of game weeks, as we can see, Man City are top. Um, should mention really that because we're mentioned, we're partnered with Fantasy Football, uh, with Football Index. Uh, there also could be players on here. You could look at buying through that format, and that's where you can buy and sell shares and players using Fantasy Football knowledge to make a profit. Um, so, looking at that list here, we've got Man City top. Obviously, we've got they've got Palace and Villa in there. Um, 
in their double game weeks. And they've got West Brom, Sheffield United and Burnley. Leicester are good. So those investing in Vardy or Madison even, um, they do well. They've got Southampton and Chelsea in the in game week 19. But then they've got Everton, Leeds and then Fulham. So, you know, lots of lots of good fixtures there. Fulham as well, you know, upturn there. Got, I, mm. You know, on paper, a tough game week 19. But they saw they were quite resolute against Spurs. They've got Chelsea and Manchester United. But then they've got Brighton, West Brom and Leicester. So it's good, good fixtures there. Um, and then we've got West Brom themselves. They've got Fulham and Sheffield United after Man City and this double game week. Newcastle. I'm just going to ignore Newcastle because I'm so annoyed with them <laughs> for getting beaten by a worse team. Um, and then Villa. So Villa have Newcastle and Man City, but then they also have Burnley, Southampton and West Ham. And Manchester United have quite a nice run as well. Sheffield United after the double game week and Southampton in the mix as well. Um, Chelsea as well. If we think they're going to improve, um, maybe we're sleeping on Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea have got Fulham and Leicester, but then they've got Wolves and Burnley at home and then Tottenham away. But right down there, we've got Sheffield United, Southampton, Crystal Palace, um, Tottenham, which, going back to that original question, getting rid of Kane and Son, well, they don't really have great fixtures after game week 19. So, yeah, maybe that move would pay off. Um, West Ham, okay fixtures, I think. Burnley and West Brom in the game week 19, but then they've got Crystal Palace Liverpool and Villa so not bad not bad fixtures not great fixtures but not bad fixtures for those bringing in perhaps Antonio West Brom defenders uh, West Ham defenders they're not bad fixtures there um, but yeah just for either of you two just looking at those fixtures going going forward after game week 19 does it you know bring any bring any ideas of players to get in especially with game week 19 in mind yeah I think um, there's a few players on there that you mentioned uh, teams even that maybe we're not considering, as Karam said, we're so mm. focused on these double game weeks, these blanks. Maybe the managers will do the best out of this period or the ones that do keep an eye on that sort of thing. I think if we even extend it past the four game weeks, teams like Villa, Leicester jump out to me. We know Man City, yeah. Man United, what have you, are good and have good fixtures. But someone like Leicester, Karam, you're looking at Vardy. Madison interests me because yeah. consistently good stats, a decent price, just a case of can I fit him in? Ziyech Chilwell at Chelsea, I really would try, would like to try to find a spot for at least one Chelsea player, maybe a defender. Do you know what? I was thinking Mason Mount <laughs> in, in true Dullard fashion. Mason Mount always plays. Mason Mount assists. Mason Mount scores. I, Mason I, had has two at, I had a look at the stats when Ziyech was yeah. last fit, which I think off the top of my head was mm. game week seven to 11. Mm. Mount was pretty high up for yeah. expected goals and then Ziyech mm-hmm. was quite high up for expected assists. So... Yeah, maybe a bit of a tandem there. Yeah, no. Um, I Mason Mount has has passed my brain <laughs> uh, during this week. I haven't. I don't think I'm going to go there. But I, if, I think I think you can do better. But it's an interesting one. To but if I did, if I did, it would also fit in with the way I play the game. I mean, what could be more interesting than Mason Mount <laughs> in a double game week? But he could end up being the top scorer. You never know. Um, so, I mean, looking at this as well, I've got some ideas for differential. So I'll come to that in a second. Um, but I just want to mention yeah. that you can sign up to Football Index today. Take advantage of their seven-day £500 money-back guarantee. And there's a link in the description below to sign up, as well as a link to check out the full terms and conditions for 18 plus only. And please gamble responsibly. You can check out begambleaware.org. And there's a link for this in the description as well. So, um uh, Seb and Karam have both gone for Cancelo recently. Yep. Karam, you went for Gundogan, who didn't didn't end up 
um, getting getting the points last. Get it be wasted his assists. Yeah, he wasted. It was Kane peace for. He wasted. He wasted our captaincy on him. Yeah, and yeah, he's just rubbish. Where the way? Rubbish. Yeah. Everyone get rid of him because I'm good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> before before the differential mm. uh, side, can I add a yeah. note on yeah, yeah. on the pictures? Um, I, I appreciate that Johnston, uh, the goalkeeper of West Brom, is perhaps the most popular 4.5 mm. uh, goalkeeper. Uh, but I do like the look of Ariola of, of yeah. uh, Fulham. Um, he looked really good against Spurs. He had really rough double game, but it's really the double game for points. I think it's for the save points. Um, and and he has a Brighton West Brom, so I I don't think you would get him as your first choice goalkeeper. But if you want to rotate, I didn't work out the the rotation first. If if you are playing with two goalkeepers, but Ariola could be decent against in the double game week if you're gonna bench boost. And then with 21 against West Brom, he they they looked okay defensively, mm. so they might take a, a clean sheet against them. Um, yeah, I just want to mention that the Aston Villa, they are almost top, uh, sixth best in terms of overall uh, pitches. The question is, I don't know who is fit from them now. Uh, we only know that Rizigier has COVID. He, he posted that himself. But who, who else is, is available for double game week 19? So for me, as a non-free hitter in 19, assuming that there are some are doing so, if I want to invest in Villa, where, where should I go? I have no idea, really, because I don't you, know. Who is do you fed, think you're just gonna, you would avoid them altogether? Or? Yeah, probably. I would. I would just avoid them altogether. We, we've seen with the Newcastle when they had the outbreak, they lost really their form, and if they miss out. I think that I remember it was nine first team players, mm. so they are using the same eleven, the same fifteen players every every game week, plus partly if he's bad. So, how how much they will be will they be affected by? Uh, but the COVID, we don't really know. It, it, it could be they could be affected like Newcastle, or they could be okay like Fulham, for example. They won in the cup. They performed against we don't against the Spurs. We don't really know what's uh, what state they are in now. But the pictures are good for them, so it's really confusing a bit. Yeah, I mean the, the, the city the now. city game sort of scuppers my interest in Villa. Um, the yeah. Newcastle game obviously great, but I mean, it's just really a single game week and. Um, they actually interest me from game week 20 onwards, but I also want to see what effect COVID has had on them. Because um, it's mm. effect. I mean, as you know, Cam, you, you talk about your own experience with it. Um, it affects people in different ways. I don't know who's got it in the Villa team and, and how it's affecting any of them. It might They might all be fine. They mm. might not. Um, yeah. It's just one of those things. Um, let's move on to my differential. Um, it's a player that we've all mentioned and we're all either going to get in or certainly considering. And it's, of course, Antonio who's only owned by 3.6% of players. Um, we know last season he's hardly owned by anyone. And when he went off, he really went off. Huge scores last last season. And that's the sort of pedigree he had. He's had, I think, six starts. Uh, he certainly, certainly um, he's only had six games with significant minutes uh, this season because of injury. And he's returned in three of those. So if he plays, good chance he's going to do something. Um, so last season he had 10 goals and four assists. Uh, the previous season, mm. six goals and eight assists. He's only 6.2 million. He's absolutely ideal for me. I have a massive Calvert-Lewin red flag in my team. And it just says, Antonio, take a risk. It's a double game week. One of the stats I looked at, because he, he's had limited minutes this season, was minutes per goal attempt in the box. Amongst West Ham assets, he's the best. 
Um, he is firing in a shot in the box every 35.9 minutes. Um, Haller is a bit behind him, but obviously Haller's now at Ajax. Um, so he'll have to shoot pretty far now to score for West Ham uh, right across the channel. Um, but then you've got Suchek, who um, we haven't mentioned because we've mentioned him so many yeah. times in other, um, uh, in other scout cast. But yeah, if you don't have Suchek, get Suchek in because he is... Uh, 5.3 now, midfielder, and he's firing in a, minute, uh, a goal attempt in the box every 58.8 minutes, which is great for a supposedly defensive midfielder who costs around 5 million in the he's game. He's very roughly matching. I remember you mentioning, mm. was it one in three goals or something at his yeah. previous club, which yeah, he yeah, yeah. managed to do at West Ham last yeah. season. And very roughly, I think he's doing one in three this season again, isn't he? Which is uh, ideal for a six point five or seven million yeah. midfielder if you get a man. Yeah, How yeah. about five? Well, I think uh, I think the trick which Joe has nailed is you don't necessarily know when those goals are going to come, so yeah, you maybe just, just have to pick up every fifteen week. and take your well, take your five luck, goals. Luckily, yeah. I've I've been blessed with an awful bench, so I've had to play him every week. So I've got all of his returns, and I can look back on the season. So I got him every time. I didn't nail those picks. I just oh, played him every week. Yeah. Uh, don't 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 say that. It was a deliberate <laughs> and uh, sensible decision. But, but, but Antonio has got the pedigree. He's got the skills. He's got the underlying stats. He's got the returns when he starts or when he gets significant minutes. And you know what I really like about Antonio? Mm. Is that sometimes when we pick differentials, we're just trying to be a bit different. Mm. It's not really... You're not picking him because he's different. I genuinely mm. think he's one of the best yeah. point scorers over the next few yeah. weeks if he can keep fit. Yeah. So it actually is a pick you would make if he was 20%, 5%. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm, I, I really like him. Um there is obviously the question mark. Will he stay fit? So we had this last season. Um, he never did. He, he just stayed fit and he kept scoring. He does well. A bit like, remember when Danny Danny Ings, okay, just you know, permanently injured Danny Ings. And then suddenly he just kept scoring. He kept playing. For I didn't get him last season because yeah. it's like, he will be injured. He will when be injured. injured. And I think this is a perfect time to get Antonio in because his ownership's so low. His returns and potential is so high. But also, it's a double game week. And West Ham and Man City, as we've seen, have the best fixtures there. So that's why I'm targeting him. And if I took a hit, I would get Cancelo in. And then I would look to bench both my Leeds players, probably. Mm. But I don't know about that now. And if he, if he has two appearances in a double game week, even one of them, if one of them is a cameo, mm. cameo sub, I mean, what is the expectation from the six million striker are gone in, in the double game week and, and yeah. a couple of bonus points. I think that's that's doable for him. If, if I may, I guess, mm. just to present the other side of it. Now, I, I'm transferring Antonio in, so I'm with you. But when he played in the cup, was, he played all 90, didn't he, or so, mm. uh, all, the, all the full match, I think he had one block shot and no chances created, which obviously isn't ideal. But then if you look at the whole West Ham team, they maybe weren't quite on it. We have also seen in the news there's West Ham. I've got a, another striker who Moyes is talking up. Now that one, unlike the performance in the cup, I maybe think is smoke and mirrors. Maybe they know they can't sign another striker. They're just putting that out that's, there. That's exactly Realistically, I don't think he's going to get much minutes. Over I'm a cynical yet. journalist. And that says to me, we haven't got the money. We can't get someone in to replace yeah. Haller. So Antonio's a man. Yes, we know he'll get injured. But we've got this lovely teenager that we think is absolutely brilliant. And we're going to get him in. He's barely played. Mm. And... Yeah, he's not. He's 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 not a replacement for Antonio unless he, Antonio's injured, and that's that's the thing with Antonio. It's just will he be injured? But yeah, well, like like Karam said, if Antonio comes off in the 60th minute, it's you know having scored two goals, it's the teenager coming on, probably not the other way around. 
Definitely. So I hope that we've answered everyone's questions. I think we've, we've sort of aired our own dilemmas about game week 19. Uh, we all had plans. Some of us are just sticking with those plans. Some of us are maybe thinking of, of changing those plans, but there's certainly maybe some hits flying around um, and maybe some more chips as well. Some triple captaincies, who knows, some free hits, wildcard even. Um, but um, just remind people that a lot of the stats we've been drawing up there from the members area of Fantasy Football Scout. So loads of tons of Opta-driven data there, like the comparison tool, Rate My Team. Uh, we we did, have, did have some of the uh, top players for the Rate My Team computer says um, this this uh, show as well. Um, and of course, my goals imminent table, which, which Seb kindly flagged up. I didn't, didn't get a chance to get the picture in, but um, uh, that's good news for our podcast reasons because we definitely definitely describe uh, podcast listeners rather we definitely described it there but um in the meantime it's a good night from me uh, good night from me good night everybody good night all